Hello out there, Uncensored Radio Land, our little family. Welcome back to Assigned Seating, which is our, you know, our breath of fresh air new movie review show. We started with one of the biggest movies of all time, and this week we're going a little bit of a cult classic because with this show, we can talk about anything just as long as when you're a fan. So I am Steve, and today I have with me the grand poobah of all things Uncensored Radio. <laughs> He's here. He's here. Mr. Jeffrey Evett is here with me. How are you, sir? Hello, darling. I, I'm, I'm actually having horrible anxiety looking at these chairs underneath me, thinking about my <laughs> ass would not fit in them. <laughs> it's all right. It's a good thing about talking about movies online. You don't have to go to the cinema. You can, um, you know, you can just relax at home and watch it on your own, whatever you'd like. It's my favorite. So, it was loving COVID. <laughs> your best life. But we are not talking anything modern today. We are going back in time again. Back, back, back to the 80s. Um, there's only two of us today because today's movie is all about its two stars. And I thought, who better to, um, you know, play against my straight lacedness than Mr. Jeffrey Emmett. We are going to <laughs> talk today about 80s. I'm calling it a classic. I don't care what anyone else says. Uh, comedy. Outrageous Fortune, starring the one and only Bette Midler and Miss Shelley Long from 1987. Now, uh, seeing that image takes me back like i remember mm-hmm. going to the video store I, that this used to be a constant grab for me it was like um i have my parents to blame my my father and mother um well ask r slash were both huge bet midler fans so um they actually took me to see beaches when it was at the movies at the cinemas so i mm. they played it i really had no choice you know like, they obviously wanted a gay child um <laughs> so much so that I even went and saw her in Las Vegas. That's how that's how much the Bette Midler has been ingrained in into me. And I remember watching this this movie first with my with my family on VHS. That's where this movie comes like that's what brings up for me that that cover, like that beautifully drawn cover as well. Like Oh, such a lovely piece of art, but that, yeah. That, this one gives me warm, squishy remembrances. <laughs> it's actually how I ended up watching the movie. You know, my little gay ass as a child. Uh, the shoe falling off of Shelley Long always bothered me that she lost her <laughs> shoe, and it was a high heel. Oh, no. um, so that's actually how I ended up running the movie. I was so obsessed with the high heel falling off her. Uh, I picked the movie out, took it home, and I watched it by myself and then made my mother watch it after. Uh, And yes, so for a long time I would do quotes. You know, I was a kid that I loved quoting movies and it was the time that I could get away with swearing because it was okay. Because it's a movie quote. (laughs) Yes, yes. If I was doing a movie line, I could get away with it. It was yeah, and there are some there are some choice moments in this movie which I'm sure we will discuss. It's now, a little problematic though, Stevie. I gotta say, before we even get into bit. this, 
It is a totally racist movie. I was a bit horrified watching it as an adult in 2022. I was like, oh, this doesn't play well. We we have had this conversation on the main show, on the main show, on the live show as well. Um, Especially now that we're going back with this show and, and, um, you know, reliving movies from the past, I don't think that you can judge them by today's standards. Um, Vera and I have this conversation all the time. Art is indicative of the time it was created. That doesn't mean for better or for worse, it was the right, right. attitude yeah, to have, but it was the, the attitudes of the out. time. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, you have to so, understand um, when look, it was made. There are, there are some, uh, yeah, some squeamish cultural cringe moments in here, but, you know... It was the eighties. Yeah. This is this is how we thought of things as a society back then. Um, so you can only look as it look at it as a historical document. If you are offended by anything by this, I would suggest you probably don't watch the movie. But if you haven't seen it yet, um, it came out in nineteen eighty seven. So I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> but let's talk about it to start with. This casting. I mean, you could not get two more different characters and, like, perfectly portrayed by these two women. Of course, Shelley Long was was huge at the time. She was... This is post-Cheers for her. She was um, mm-hmm. a movie star. And Bette Midler was, you know, the brash yep. bathhouse babe that's, you know, taken over the world. Jeffrey, let me guess who your favorite character is out of the two. <laughs> Go ahead. Would it be would it be Sandy Brzezinski, Brett Midler? Of course, yes. <laughs> she, I'm related to her, right? I, I mean, I love Shelley Long. I mean, I love Cheers. I was a weird kid. I enjoyed Cheer and I, Cheers, and I loved Troop Beverly Hills. And I actually didn't really know. We have to do true. We have to do true. Oh yeah. Hills. I oh, love bitch, that I, movie as well. <laughs> I, I didn't know really that much about Bette Midler uh, as a kid. You know, I didn't see a lot of her stuff. So I, I didn't actually really know Bette Midler outside this. I just thought she was hysterical. The, the whole over the top thing was a, a riot to me, but it, it's hysterical now as an adult watching interviews of them promoting this movie and they're like would you ever work with her again and she's like i don't she's think like, so. no. no i don't mm. think you saw the oprah interview too didn't you <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no at least bet straight down the line because well shelly of course back at that back in those days we wouldn't have known that shelly long actually had some very serious mental health issues that obviously went undiagnosed for a long time and probably hampered her career i would say because you know after the 80s she kind of her uh, modern family without even being on the damn show after getting her on there you know what i mean yeah yeah there can't be a good sign yeah so look shelly long shelly long in this movie as ames is is um you know the quintessential new york actress she's you know struggling but her parents are quite rich stick up her you know high achiever in everything she does fencing ballet whatever it is just can't crack the acting thing 
it was great. To, it was it very much put me in a place of mind. I went, it's the Will and Grace building. As soon as oh yes, yes, yes. like oh Will and Grace. It's like yes, it's so yeah. funny. I was like, wow, so much has changed. <laughs> Not really. The more things change, more they stay the same. So we we've met Lauren and we can see that she's you know type A high functioning best at everything and she wants to study <laughs> with a Russian acting coach Stanislav Koronowski but she needs five thousand dollars I love the scene where she goes to her parents and has oh the, my God. And has to, they will not let yeah. her, her mother will not let her in because they can't afford to give her any more money or is she trying yeah. to be like the sister or something she's doing yeah, the voice sister-in-law she's like it's me your sister-in-law yeah she said like, oh, wait Step in front of the camera. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> don't let her in. We can't afford it. She owes us thirty thousand dollars. You don't know that course, she's here you know, for she... money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those. She's daddy's girl, so daddy floats her a check uh, for five thousand dollars, and she can go and do the course. Happy days, happy days. Now, in this time, she also um, meets. A mysterious school teacher with a heart of gold that she starts to fall in love with after making him a pumpkin. The way he says As pumpkin you do. really just always struck me. <laughs> pumpkin. The shaved yeah. pumpkin? No. <laughs> the vegetable. <laughs> so and he had, couldn't only go more than $25 because he was paying for it out of pocket for some poor little kid. Well, he's a struggling pocket. school teacher, Jeffrey. We struggling. know they don't make a lot of money. Mm-mm. We know they so don't make sad. a lot of money. So sad. But Lauren has her money. That's the most important thing. And she struts into the Koronowski school, not before passing a uh, very vocal woman on the street. <laughs> Which is the first time we spot Bet Midler, Sandy Brzezinski. Give me back my fucking quarter! She trying to make a phone call. And I think that's the best, the best part of this movie is it just, it's complete coincidence that these two characters come across each other. Yeah. Bet's looking for a phone. Like Sandy, all Sandy needs is a phone, and she wanders into the office. This scene is so funny like i can't even deal with it like oh my god (laughs) when she's on the phone trying to convince (laughs) howie howie from the phone company to uh give her an extension on her phone bill i've been in the hospital what am i supposed to do drag myself down to there tell the iv yeah and Shelly's trying to perform. Uh, Shelly. <laughs> Lauren is trying to perform. Like full actor mode. And it's amazing. And she is just brassy as all get out. She is doing full Bette Midler at this point, And I love it. And she goes to make the next phone call and just snatches. The- I wish I could have gotten the screenshot of Bette going. Like full hands and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at <it> like, <laughs> you yeah, know like... what I bet? I bet you ain't been laid in a month, twelve. In, yeah, in a year. Yeah, in a year because a year. She, Lauren has just said that she hasn't had sex in a year, 
and then she's um she's just started to get just oh she just met michael so they haven't slept together yet but they do long story short yeah but after this meeting we find um you know sandy's got a boyfriend too who just happens to be one michael santas who is dating lauren so he is double time with these two ladies that have seemingly no idea of each other and no idea of the situation very very interesting so (laughs) long story short because you know sandy's an actress as well she decides that she's going to audition for koronowski because she's a movie star Uh, she's 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 better actor than shelly remember she's did you saw Ninja Vixens? <laughs> oh, I guess I guess I must have. I, I guess I must have. <laughs> I know it's so good. Uh, so they end up both being chosen for the acting school, which you know, really, really. But Sandy mine. got a scholarship. She got financial aid. She's not happy about it. <laughs> She's not happy about it. Just bullshit him. <laughs> bullshit it's not bullshit, him. anyways. Yeah. So they come across each other in the hall after some, um, we get a, you know, graphic sex scene for the 80s of both ladies going at it with Michael. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh my. God. One of those nights, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and you can just, the, I think they're off screen chemistry that didn't work quite well together works very well on yeah. screen for the characters you get that they don't like each other but they're kind of forced into this situation and it, it pays off so much more as the movie goes along um we we get that also that um Koronowski is not the most level-headed acting teacher after he tries oh to my God. Thrott- throttle one of his students in the middle of class. Epic, it's epic. fantastic. What acting epic. class would be complete without? I know, right? And then we also get um, Lauren getting shot. <laughs> Bing. Ah, <laughs> Bing. Ah, <laughs> Bing. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, and he, yeah, he automatically calls her out for just for relying on her training, oh, so offensive, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like, oh, but I, yeah, I love it. I just love this. The you can tell that something's going to happen. This movie is so <laughs> the course it takes is so strange, and it was that was part of the course for these eighties comedy. Like they start off at one point and then you end up at a complete other point because. We thought we think it's just going to be this, like you know, little star-crossed romance kind of thing. You're dating my man until Michael gets into a taxi <laughs> um, with Lauren. <laughs> he stops to get her flowers, and all of a sudden, the whole flower shop explodes, killing its owner and Michael. Also, where to believe? Now, this leads to the next classic, classic scene. Oh, my God. Even the way it's shot, like, both women end up at the city morgue 
looking to identify the body. <laughs> I love that you don't see it when they enter. Yes, yes. I and it all happens behind the, the closed audio. door. And so, like, you can see their outline and you just hear them react to each other as they discover that they not only share an acting coach and acting class, but they also share a lover. I'm in mourning! So am I! (laughs) For my lover! So am I! (laughs) Michael Santos! We have to we have to get some TikToks and, and do a reenactment. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be amazing. But then we cut into inside and Beth has a, has a handful of Shelly's hair and they get physical in this movie. Like you don't really see a lot of I feel like physical comedy has kind of gone by the wayside a lot like since the early early 2000s we got like the gross out kind of um like gross meta kind of meta meta comedy like you know making commentary on stuff this is old school slapsticky like let's throw each other around the room i like to play spot the stunt double yeah you could really do a drinking game to it yeah it's good when it's especially when when they're rolling around (laughs) on the floor sometimes it's hard to tell like you really have to pay attention but yeah, yeah. Especially in that scene. They're rolling around that. on the floor. They knock the sheet off. And then <laughs> oh, wait, oh, oh, he lowered himself and they're on their knees and everything. Yes, scooting across <laughs> the floor. Scooting, like, just, you can tell that they, they spent the time to do that and work it out and, like, make it funny. It was correct. They weren't yeah. relying on the, they're acting. They're not relying on the script to do the work for them. They're, they're in the game. That's the, Especially when you're doing comedy on stage or on like on film, that's some of the best stuff. Some of the stuff that you come up with on the fly and chuck in there yeah. and have fun doing. So, as you said, the sheet does come off, revealing a very dirt body, uh, unrecognizable from the face, apparently. But there's one thing that they can agree on. <laughs> The well, face is just that's not him. That's not him. It's like a pencil. More. It looks like a pencil. So Michael is uh quite well endowed and the the corpse is not. So there's a conspiracy theory already. There's no mole, there's no appendix <laughs> scar, which leads <coughs> to excitedly embrace and then realize that they hate each other. But now they have to prove that the body it's not the body. So they decide to go to the police. And one of the most iconic lines of this and movie. And this is where I got in so much trouble as a child because it became my favorite thing to say. You've got to do kid, it. You've got to do it for I the people. I thought it was hysterical. Where Bette Midler is so pissed off because the guy's not understanding. And she said, hey, Michael was not another guy. Or, Michael was not the type of guy other guy would make fun of in the locker room, okay? Does the phrase "needle dick" the bug fucker mean anything to you? <laughs> Brilliant delivery, and then <laughs> the girls are removed, <laughs> <laughs> thrown out, thrown out of the of of the county um, 
can I be lock up? This is where the movie starts to take a twist, a very weird twist, because the CIA are on their tails. <laughs> the CIA out of nowhere, because we discover as they're looking for the body, uh, they're all looking for Michael. They go, they they try and hunt Michael down. They think about where he would go, uh, where he would be, who he would see. We get a very funny um, exchange in the cigarette shop, <laughs> tobacco oh. store. Where uh, yeah, Sandy uses her powers of persuasion against. <laughs> How about twenty dollars? How about a blowjob? <laughs> you just see Shelley Long die inside. It's amazing. They go mm-hmm. to each other's apartment. They find, however, Lauren's apartment is being ransacked by Russians. Russians. Mm-hmm. So the KGB. So this is this is how eighties this movie is. The KGB are now involved as well. The KGB and the CIA are involved. They flee. So Lauren's ironic, apartment. though. I know it's very timely. We're going back in time. <laughs> You know, no, we go to okay Sandy's apartment. Racist, so I guess. We, go, we go. I know, right? We go to Sandy's apartment, and again, this is one of my favorite parts. Oh my, oh my god, god I'm here. Me too. Lex, <laughs> is how about. it normally looks. <laughs> of course, Lauren is mortified by the but the size of that apartment. <gasps> it was such a bitchin' apartment, but I feel like I we've seen New it York in City? something else before. <laughs> Right, for a working actress who can't pay her phone bill. And then she had a bicycle in her fucking bathtub. I'm like, what is going on in that bathtub? She's got a workout bike in there. It was amazing. Epic. We also find that she um, is quite progressive when it comes to her fashion trends. Oh, and she's leaving with the Christmas ornament. You defiled a Christmas tree? Nobody saw. It's it's sex. (laughs) Nobody saw. So eventually, the ladies do actually track down one Mr. Michael Santos. Only to find out when he tries to kill them that he's a double agent. A double agent working for for the CIA and the KGB. This is where it gets weirder still. We've gone from, you know, you've got my man to, oh, he has a biotoxin that is going to wipe out. Right, right. All... Like, only an 80s movie. <laughs> like, bio, bio um, terrorism that's going to wipe out all vegetation for hundreds of thousands of miles. Oh, and they, well, um, they had just to go drop. take a cab ride. They, they got robbed and they, they were like, Yeah, so she's like, Oh my god, we're gonna die. And then she's like, Relax, we're gonna get raped and murdered in here. Yeah, sure. We're not gonna die. We're not gonna die. Because <laughs> we're gonna get raped and murdered in this building. Yeah. <laughs> what, what and then they, like a little kid tries to hold them up with a water gun. They rub some drug dealers and then they get a whole bunch of money. And then what is that lady from Night Court? She was on some TV show in the 80s the, the, at the airline. And yes, they tried okay, I did. I was shit. gonna rewind to this right now. She is amazing. What is her name? I've got her here. She is Florence Stanley. Her name is. 
at Shade. What she, what's Florence Stanley meaning? Come on, Florence. She's a bunch of voice. My two dads, Bonnie Miller. Um, yeah, she's made in heaps. My, my two dads. My, you yeah. can't count on me. No matter <laughs> where you go, you can't count. So, sorry, I, I did skip this part, but I'm going to go back to it because it was my favorite. This is my favorite part of the movie when they're trying to get access. To, also, how, how easy it used to be to get into an airport. Right. Right. Well, so, I remember as a kid, like, you could go and, like, as they're walking down the terminal, you'd wave at the window and watch the plane pull off. Craziness. Craziness. Mm-hmm. But this is my favorite part when they try and convince the ticket agent to let them know the passenger list. Please, no, no, no. She don't. She, ah, no, sit no, she, sit she, no, papa. I am Anna. Sis, sis is my sister. I was like, oh, it's, it's not appropriate, but God, it's funny. Sit no, papa. Me, me and my best friends still do, do this line to each other all the time. Sit no, papa. No, no, papa. They get rewarded for their <laughs> horrible acting turn. It's, it's amazing. And the, oh, the money. She throws away all that money. Oh, that bothers. Like, why wouldn't you pick some of it up? Why'd you have to throw before, it Yeah, yeah. Before they bothers. head to Albuquerque. You know. Like, I just Albuquerque. can't. That haunted my whole life. I know. But also really? in these movies, how quick how quickly planes take off as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they're not sitting on the tarmac the waiting for 20 minutes for clearance, you know, cross-checking. No, they're just it doesn't like, matter that the, the government's chasing go. you with guns. No. We're gone. We're going to let the plane, <laughs> the plane take off. See ya. It's crazy. It yeah, and crazy. then that son so of a up- bitch tries to kill him. He does. He goes all crazy, but Ooh. not until we meet. I, I and again, the the ladies are the strongest part of this movie. But George Carlin in this movie is so funny, so inappropriate, but so funny. He oh, yeah. <laughs> plays a, a faux Native American slash Indian who is just basically drunk all the time. Says <laughs> and, um, he's a tracker or whatever, and the ladies. Yes, yeah, he's, he's in everything. a horror house. Oh my exactly. god! Yeah, it's all. That this when, is where the movie the, really, really gets it. Like goes fucked. crazy. Like it goes crazy. It's like oh god, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Cultural sensitivities are not. Um, you know, are not. No, yeah, not good, not good. But I'm like, you know what? See, Most I, movies in the '80s. I'm like, all the ones that I watch as a kid. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, they're yeah. all, all of them. Riddled. But the um the CIA and the KGB are still after the ladies, <laughs> so they end up uh they end up tying everyone up to a cactus and leaving them for the coyotes. That's <laughs> 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 the coyotes get you first. <laughs> it's great. I love it. They are just them in the desert is hilarious <laughs> on the on the road. Well, I imagine gets that's her revenge. She does, but I can imagine. I imagine your bet Midler when they're on the when they're on the road, <laughs> just oh yeah, screaming, crying. Yeah, anytime it's hot, Jeffrey can't deal with it. Yeah, you'd be. I'd be <laughs> the one laying down in the middle of the road. Just run me yeah. over. I'm just. I'm done. With your heels coming off. With yes, your heels coming yes. off, and so we can get yes, into a truck. It would have been me. 
Yes. It would have yes. been me. It would have. It would have been me. I'd have been like, uh-uh, you either running me over and I'm done with this, or you you're stopping. Either way, we're leaving. So we do end no. up with yeah, as we were talking about, Lauren is captured by Michael and is you know going to be used as a a pawn, I guess you would say. And this is where we get you know. Sandy admitting that she likes her and she's her friend, and that's like the that you know that turn in all the eighties movies where they go, oh, let's jab at the heartstrings a little bit. She's the only friend she doesn't I have. have. Yeah, and look, I think that's part of Bet's charm too. She plays these big, brassy, bigger than life roles, but she you forget that she's a fantastic actress. Like, go back and watch some of these movies. Like, it's such a pity that she disappeared. A lot after that eighties as well that she had this huge she moment was in of movies. A certain age. Yeah, like you know, think you about the for- advertisement for Hocus Pocus. They were like, "Oh, mm. Bet's back doing what she does best." Like that's yeah. what they. You know what I mean? Like they made that. It's like, oh, her comeback is that she's playing a witch and she's an old woman. You know that she was this old hag in the nineties. You know, and even in, but she in had what done. Was, uh, the one with the three of them, with her Goldie Hawn, the first wives club. You know what I mean? She was a first wives club. Old yeah, she was the frumpy you know middle I mean? aged lady. Yeah, yeah. They she really had just... like she had beaches. She had Stella. She had oh for the boys. Oh, that movie kills me. For the boys is brilliant. You have, have Jeffrey. Have you not seen for the boys? I'm sorry, oh, my, my God, internet connection cut out. I couldn't. <laughs> it will destroy your heart. And even in the in in the the TV movie of Gypsy, she's brilliant. I I love her as an actress. So I'm glad to see her. I haven't seen the Rose. You know. I haven't seen Beaches. I haven't. Oh, seen the, Florida I totally Boys. forgot the Rose. Jeffrey, you need to do some homework. <laughs> you know. need to watch all the sad Bette Midler movies now. Oh God, I don't know if I can take oh, it. Isn't she great? Isn't she great? That was good too when she. Oh, she forgot. Oh, it's very sad. She's done some great movies. But anyway, we're off track. We're talking about how good Bette Midler is. We get the the tip-off go wrong. And Michael, again, physical, physical, physical comedy. Um, there's there's a rumble. Bette gets thrown off the cliff, or sort of. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Oh, it- ah, f- oh, rats. Broken. <laughs> Basically spit the nail out. This section of the movie always gives me, ugh, I can't. I have a thing with heights, and oh, this, thing, this part of the movie I just died. always makes me like shiver. Um, Steve, Lauren I can't has the- lean off my front porch without starting to fall. Oh no, that's not good. No, no, <laughs> so this, so this I have. <laughs> That toxin would have wiped out America. Oh, that would have. But Lauren takes it all in stride, literally. She gets, we get a, you know, a throwback to the ballet opening where she's doing the jetés for life and she jumps across. I know that this didn't actually happen and it's movie magic, but even that, like that shot makes me go, oh. Oh, yeah, but it's interesting because obviously when they were filming it, right, they had the, you know, the green screen or whatever, and then they had the 
stage rocks that they had set however far they had. Um, and she jumped somewhere, right? Because they had a close-up of her. And then whatever stunt double they had that actually jumped the distance in between the staged rocks they had on a, 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 in a controlled environment. That was still an incredible distance. It was a big leap. That was a lovely yeah. leap. As a yeah. dance teacher, you're like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. lovely form. Lauren yeah, so what, survived the stunt leap. double was. Yeah, probably a dancer, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Nine years of ballet, asshole! Hey, asshole! As he falls to his death, and that's that's really the end of the movie. We get we do get a lovely little turn at the end because Lauren was always a serious actress. <laughs> this is I love and she wanted to play Hamlet. Oh, that'll <coughs> be that'll be great. So we get the very capping scene of Lauren, Lauren as Hamlet with Bet next to her with Sandy. So they're friends and they're loving life. And it, that was that. Can, that's can you believe they bought that shit? <laughs> I know. Get the voiceover in the titles. Excuse me. I just did you call was, my Hamlet shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> she was so like Shelley Long, I think is one of my favorite actresses to play a neurotic. Yeah, yeah, like she just does it. I mean, she can play many, many different characters, but she does that character so she does well. fish out of water very well too. Like yeah. you've got to think it, her her character in Cheers was the same, her character in Troop Beverly Hills is the same. Well, True Beverly like, Hills was very eccentric, but it she was still in a in an environment that she was under no control, had no experience in. She was very much, you know, going oh, oh, and subject to it. We do have to talk about it because that movie, along with this, I, I think it. every time I hired this movie, I might Beverly have hired Hills, True Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. I don't know. It's it was a good time and. Even though you think like these female, like for a female-driven movie, that did well. They did, did well. well. It was a look, success. Uh, Fifty-two point nine million dollars, box office. So, and it, for, of a and small it was, budget, yeah, of a very small budget. So, it is a pity that they never. I don't know that they, they would do a sequel, but like that they didn't work together again. Yeah, because um, it was they had, good. Yeah, they had a good, they had good chemistry, but maybe that's because of their differences that they had. Right. And yeah, Shelley Long would go on to to kind of dip out of <laughs> dip out of culture and disappear. But Bet it, Bet is a constant. Bet and Bet's going to be back bigger than ever by the looks of it in Hocus Pocus Two. It looks like very she's, interesting. It looks good. Well, there's I'm even drama already with that. Yeah, there's always going to be drama, isn't there? <laughs> it's exciting, though. Have you seen... Kathy and Jimmy was like in uh, what, what Kim Cattrall's tweets. Not Team have Sarah you... Jessica Parker. I'm like, oh. I know. But have you seen the new promo image that's, that's on Disney Plus? I, I, I've seen the trailer. No, there's a new promo image of the, of the witches in flight. I so Winifred's not. on her which Winifred's on her broom. Sarah Jessica is on like a modern day vacuum cleaner. 
and Mary, Kathy and Jimmy, is riding two Roombas like they're skates in the air. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm ready for it. So, bet we will see you again soon. Shelly, I don't know where you are, but thank you for this movie. Thank you for doing it. It, it was brilliant. It's one of the ones that has really stuck in there in my childhood and it gives me I can I can watch it over and over again and I haven't watched it for a while. I watched it last night and it's still every time laughs like not and not just like her. I'm like, oh my god, why are you bitches so crazy? I love it. They're great. I would, all right, give Come me here, give me how many stars out of five, Jeff? How many, how many stars are we give in this one? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> taking out, if, if I pretend that it's not racist, <laughs> I give it five out of five. Wow, that's a big one. That's a big, that's a big one. I love that. I, you know what? I love any movie that has female leads and they're kicking ass. I'm, I'm here yeah. for it. And the, the comedy is still relevant. It's not most of it. It wasn't. Yeah, like the com- like the the the. I, I mean, like the style. The comedy, of comedy between like the, them, yeah, yeah. Between the, those, yeah. between those two yeah. characters and the way that they act together. Yes, yeah. they're very strong characters alone, but when you throw them together, that's where the magic is. Yeah, you know, I'm going to agree. I'm going to just because I love Bette Midler and Shelley Long is amazing, and yeah, this is a childhood classic to me. <laughs> This was my childhood, so it explains a lot, really, doesn't it? That we've both right, seen why this we're movie. so fucking weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking you, Have you seen Madhouse with Kirstie Alley? I have not. <gasps> Steven, that's another one know. that's got some humor that's like, oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 another no, one no. that's just as crazy. <laughs> Just as crazy that I'm like, oh, if you like Kirstie Alley, like in anything she's done, it's one of those ones that's like, oh, this is, this is juicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as always, we're going to put it out to you guys as well. If you have suggestions on movies that you would like us to review, this is the show we can do it on because we can do anything and everything from box office extravaganzas like Star Wars, where we started to little 80s niche comedies like this. We are going to go all over the map. It's wow. going to be different casts, different, like a different cast all the time. I, I know what's it's coming up. Familiar faces, not so familiar faces. Looking and, out a dirty you know, old window. Oh, my God. It's is coming. this like a we'll do commercial clue- or Clueless is on the books for some time, <laughs> but we're going to go all over the map. We, I've got to. I've got to just. Sit Steve down and the I are both friends who... because we know what it's like to have people be jealous of us. <laughs> we do. We have to thin down the cast because everyone wants to do Clueless. Everyone's like, I want to do Clueless. I want to do Clueless. Sorry. But I think we, we should have... just get approval, pay some money, and we should have a script reading. <laughs> just everyone get their part. And we'll read the everyone... script. Yeah, we'll, we'll act. <laughs> <laughs> Vera can be Miss Stoger. <laughs> Actually, it's oh, kind of more okay. Katie McCarthy, isn't it? Miss Stoger, I live. But there's some, <laughs> there's some other. There's a couple of classics that are on the books already. I'm not going to spoil them. Uh, there's some '80s stuff. I would love to go. There is some 
I would love to go back and do some even older stuff because I'm a film studies major from way back. So I love, I love a lot of different films. So if, even if you have a suggestion or you would like to be on the show to discuss something, drop us a comment in this, you know, on this show and let us know the movies. And if you're an expert on something, we love an expert because there's movies that big, huge movies that I haven't seen that I don't know about. Other, like we have, yeah, we have a breadth of experience, but some things I have, I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. I've only seen like a handful of the Star Wars movies. That's fucking and weird. This, I've said, I've said this on the live show before. I think we'll have to do something about it. I've never seen Goonies, and I'm a child of the eighties. Let that I- sit. Okay, I know I'm in beaches or whatever, but Goonies? How have you never seen Goonies? I haven't seen Goonies. I've got it on Blu-ray, digital, VHS, DVD. You're watching it in America, bitch. And you know we'll have to watch it. We're live tweeting. That's what we're going to do. We're going to live stream. We're going to do it live. We're going to watch it and we're going to talk live on. Yeah, we'll say that. We'll make that special. We'll do some. Well, yeah, we're in America soon. We're going to do a live version of. Well, a we'll live, live, we'll live tweet okay. and live in, uh, TikTok. A live, <laughs> we could do a live uncensored horror after we've taken Jeffrey to see Halloween ends for his birthday. If they Woo! kill Kyle Richards, I'm done. It's, it's all over. I'm done. The whole franchise is done. I, I, it's Thanks. done. <laughs> Thank you so kill. much for joining us today, everyone. We hope that you have enjoyed our outrageous fortune. If you like Outrageous Fortune, leave your opinions, leave us some stories, to uh, some stories, some movies to, tr- to you know, have a look at. And remember to, you know, buy your ticket and sit in your seat next time that we are here. We'll see you again soon. Thank you for joining me, Jeffrey Emmett. Bye, Bye everyone. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.